Welcome to Victorious Living. Satan's plan is, is to make us lose hope in God and depend upon ourselves. And you can't trust yourself. You can't trust your human emotion. You can't, you, you know, you may be you may be on top of things today, but on your way home today, there could be something happen around about you, and all of a sudden you're gone from this gleeful attitude down near the bottom. Why? Because your flesh. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us winning over worries, problems, and troubles. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares winning over worries, problems, and troubles. Verse, verse 6, if a man abide not in me, he's cast forth as a branch and is withered. He's not talking about your legal redemption of being born again. He's talking about your fruitful life. So he said, if a man abide not in me, doesn't have his roots down deep in me, he's cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. Hmm. So now you say, uh, when I get to heaven, everything going to be all right. Now wait just a minute. Before you get into the bliss of heaven, you got to go through the judgment hall. I have to, everybody will have to go through the judgment of standing at the judgment seat of Christ. Everybody has to stand before the, the judge whom, whom is Jesus and be judged. Amen. They'll be judged for the, for the works that they did in this human body. Now here's what, here's what Paul said about that. If their works stand, they will receive a reward. Amen. If their works do not stand, they will be burned, but they'll be saved. They'll be in heaven yet so as by fire. So there's something you can lose when you get to heaven. Oh. See, there, it's, it's not just to be saved and sit down. It's to work and do what the scripture says do so that when we stand before him, he can say what? And can give us what? Give us a just reward. But if my works don't stand, what? What'll happen? They will be burned, yes, so as by fire, but I will be saved. And in heaven, I've just missed a reward that I could have had. Are you still here? All right. So that's, that's the importance of really taking to heart the word of God and not just using it as a part of my religion. On time change morning, oh boy, I'll tell you, time change morning. <laughs> you say, oh. Time change morning, you know. You, you see these people come to church on time change morning. You know, they got that mean look on their face. 
I'm coming, but I'm, I didn't want to come, but I'm coming. I'm here. That's time change morning. Amen. Now, where was I at, John? Okay. Let, <laughs> if there is not an abiding fellowship between God and his people, their works are fit only for burning. John chapter 15. <laughs> Who was that over there? What did you say? Mm, mm, yeah, okay. I said that too. Only I said it longer than you said it. Okay. All right, John 15, 7. If you abide in me, if you have, if you have roots in me, if you're rooted deeply in me, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will. Now, now, let me qualify that a little bit for you. You can't just ask for anything when he's talking about you can have, how's it worded there? You shall ask what you will. What you ask for is something that God has already provided for you. Amen. It's not something he, God has to scratch it. Well, gee whiz, I didn't think about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will. The asking is in the context of what God has provided for us. All in that context. You shall ask what you will. And uh, if God is in a good mood, he will give you some of it. If he's not in a good mood, you won't get any of it. No, it doesn't say that. What does it say? And it shall what? And it shall be done unto you. Now, folks, those are, that's, those are positive statements, not from Pastor Cowan. I'm just reading. I'm reading the book. What does it say? You shall ask what you will. You shall ask for whatever God has provided for you. You shall ask for it. And if you're rooted in Christ and your faith is rooted in Christ, he said, you're going to get what you desire because God has already provided it for you. He don't have to go make it. He don't, you know, he don't have to put in an order, you know, and you don't have to, you know, the slow moving train like, uh, today is, you know, getting all of your supplies and whatever, you know, God, don't have to do. He's got it provided for you. He said, right here it is. If you abide in me and I abide in you, you shall ask whatever it is that I've got and you shall have whatever it is that I have. How many of you believe that this morning? Amen. Amen. Thank you. Was that an angel? Oh, I thought that was an angel. Okay, uh, we're in the seventh verse of John 15. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. That's the words of Jesus. His purpose, his purpose is to bring us to a place, his children, his people, to a place where trouble cannot keep us bound in the realm of negative emotions that develops into depression within the mind when left unattended. God never intended for you to be depressed. He never intended for you to be left without. 
He never intended for you to be left without joy. He never intended for me and you and all of us to be left without love that God, that, you know, that he, uh, that we're born of. No, he, he, didn't, he doesn't intend to that. You know what depression is? Depression is trouble. Depre what was the other? Depression is what? Oh, Lord. It's a problem, right? Depression is, is a problem, amen. Here, depression is a state of dejection. You say, I've never been there. That's great, that's great. But here, here is what depression is. It means to be downhearted, disheartened, despondent, desolate, sorrowful, sad, unhappy, discouraged, dispirited, or deprived of hope. When Satan gets you, gets me, gets whomever into a state of depression, guess what? Our hope that we have in Christ is negated. Amen. We have a living hope. Yes. We have a lively hope because of, of Jesus Christ and his resurrection from the dead. I have been begotten unto a living, lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. That means when he arose, was raised up from the dead, he brought hope up out of the grave that he wants me to have. And that hope is an everlasting hope that what God has provided for me, I can take my faith and I can have it. You shall have whatsoever you will. And when he deprives me of my hope, guess what? There is a human emotion gets involved and it's leading me to be depressed because I have no hope. But my hope is not in things. It's not in this world. My hope is in Jesus Christ. My hope is in the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. My hope is in Jesus who won the battle over sickness, sin, and depression, uh, and over the devil. Uh, my hope today is not a wishing hope. Uh, it is a no-so hope uh, that God has presented to me. Uh, and if you'll use this hope, faith and hope together, guess what? I can have what God says I can have. Uh, and I've got to get all of this other stuff pushed aside so I can be who God says I am. I can have what God says I have, amen, and be the child of God that I should be. Well, Brother Charles, you know, that's just too hard. Well, that's why you ain't God. And sometimes it gets hard on the flesh. Sure it does. It gets hard on the flesh. How many of you are here today in your body? That's five of you. How is it up there in heaven? Satan's plan is, is to make us lose hope in God and depend upon ourselves. And you can't trust yourself. You can't trust your human emotion. You, can't, you, you know, you may, be, you may be on top of things today, but on your way home today, there could be something happen around about you and all of a sudden you're gone from this gleeful attitude down near the bottom. Why? Because your flesh, amen, your mind, amen, your mind is not our mind, your mind, my mind, your mind, amen. 
So, so what Satan has to do, people, he has to use these human emotions to bring a person to a place of hopelessness. You see people running from here to here to here to here. You know why they're doing it? They don't got no hope. Satan has robbed them of their hope. Satan has robbed them of their identity. Give me an amen every once in a while. He's robbed them of their identity. He's taken their roots and made them shallow. And what what can he do when that happens? He can rob us of our hope, which robs us of our faith, which keeps away from us what God has already provided for us. If a man's ways please God, what will he do? No good thing. Come on. If a man's ways or a person's ways please God, what? No good thing. What are the good things? It's the good things that God has provided for us in Christ. No good thing. How many of you know what the definition of no is? It's nothing. No. No good thing. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly before. That's the Bible. That's not what you think. Not, you know, you may, well, I, I, I think different from that. No, that's, that's what the Bible tells us. How many, of you, how many Bible believers we have here today? Amen. Now, how does one win over these troubles and problems uh, that, uh, that produces... Uh, It's our hope that today's message, Winning Over Worries, Problems, and Troubles, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling one 800 842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like a free CD of today's message, please request offer number 12. This week's special offer number is 12. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.